Network. Good man. Merry Christmas. Yes. Merry New Year. And a happy Christmas to you. Yes. We're right smack dab in between us. It's the Thursday between Christmas and New Year's. We are in the in the it's festive. sweet spot. Yeah. We're in the in the in the fix these lights. Keep talking. <laughs> we're in the lee of Christmas Island and uh waiting for the storm of New Year's. I don't have any significant plans for New Year's. I'm happy not to have any significant f- plans for New Year's, and I don't really think uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make anything. I, I'm not looking, you know. You know what I'm looking forward to? Continuing to sleep in my brand new sheets I got for Christmas. That's beautiful. Came washed. Are you kidding me? Came washed as a gift. Here's new sheets. Washed them already. Oh man. Directly onto the bed. I took a fresh shower, like a day after Christmas. I, I decided to shower, yeah, and then put on the new sheets. I don't want to. Coming here was a problem because I just want. I just want to lay in them and achieve wanna, escape velocity from them sheets. They got a. They got a strong gravity. Uh, ladies from the eighties, a lot of strong gravity going on around this time. Yeah, and we're talking mid eighties right now. Pretty mid eighties, and not like the kids say mid. Yeah. Not like mid-80s, but literally the middle of the 80s. Center of the 80s. Correct. Who have we covered so far, ladies of the 80s? We did Pat Benatar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the Go-Go's. I think that's uh, all we've got so far. We're, this is young. This is a fresh idea. Yeah, this is good. Um, I did talk to a listener today, and they asked me to ask you a direct question. Not to talk about the challenger Tonight. <laughs> it was. It didn't have oh. anything to do with the challenger, but I, the challenger, let's just say, lived up to his names with <laughs> problems in 1986. Um, but their question for you, Jared, specifically, is: What's your beef with Joan Jet? <laughs> well, Darcy, um, <laughs> what I I don't actively have beef with Joan Jet. I just don't need to hear it. Okay. <laughs> I just don't. I don't get. I'm, it's not for me. Leaving on a Jones. Not for plane. me. Yeah. Yeah. It's not for me. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe you find Joan Jet. But yeah. <laughs> but we yeah, are something like that. We're covering not all, but some significant ladies of the '80s. Um, following up on the Go Go's, we got the Bangles, full lady band, mm-hmm. writing. Some of their songs, not right. all of their songs. But uh, the ones they get written for them were written by some pretty heavy hitters. Some pretty heavy hitters, right? Yeah. Um, are we thinking of the same gentleman? Yeah. And yeah, the purple one himself. The purple one himself the shows purple up. purple Yoda, straight from Minnesota. That guy just, he, he's, he's, though being Jehovah's Witness, is kind of like a Christmas gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Um, I wonder how many songs he's going to write for people in the future. From the grave. From the grave. From the vault, yeah. if you will. Dude, yeah. would you, okay, you take $2,000 in hand or you get to spin and get a random pick of his 1,500 oh, songs easy. from the vault? Easy, easy. 
You got to go vault. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll get in line again after I go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this one. They got me. It's talking about butt juice. I don't. I don't. I don't get this song because we talk about second albums, Chris. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Second albums, those sometimes difficult, often trying. Yeah. Often victorious, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have the words or the the phrase "sophomore slump," and it's it's a thing sure. that can happen. We don't cover a lot of those here. Dude, and it, what a scary thing to face, knowing yeah. that if if your first is pretty good, you're set up to fail. Right. It's a, it's a, it's a, hard, it's a heavy yoke to carry going into making a second album if the first one's successful enough to get you to that yeah. position. Is that why we haven't done Lies? <clears throat> is that number reason number four or five why we haven't done Lies? There's, there's something to be said Three about. of them are in the song, <laughs> One in a Million. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The yeah. other two. Well, they, the prime numbers of the one and three also, there's something <laughs> there. There's some numerology there, yeah. Fibonacci there, or something like that. But that first album, third album, is, is a, it's a Guns N' Roses rule, right? Because what, Use Your Illusion, one and, and two, two, is a third and fourth album. That has to be considered like a double album under our, uh, it's under our rulings. Yeah, yeah. The, the melancholy well, and infinite sadness rule. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's just a double album. What should be a rule is that you shouldn't be allowed to make double albums. I'm with you. I think that's a strong rule. I think the next uh, episode podcast endorses that rule. Talking to you, Chili Peppers, you gonna release two double albums in six months? Look at it. You think I've listened to all that? I haven't listened to all that. I got fatigue. What did they do? Two double albums. Two double albums. Have they learned nothing in their career? Well, the last time they put out a double album, it hit the roof. So, do you know what? It, it's it's like uh, being so excited to have sex, you come a whole mess of times in, in, in the act, <laughs> yeah, and you're just like, yeah, well, one of us did. Yeah, it's not <laughs> a all, bunch. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, chilies. Yeah, rope it in, pull it back. You know, hang on to it, and a little bit of editing. I don't know if yeah. we edit in this podcast, and I don't know how Rarely. many songs they edited off of A Different Light. It's the Bengals' second album we're talking about, released in January 1986. Uh, it was recorded, recorded, recorded in the summer and autumn of 85. So they, they basically spent several months prior recording this thing. And where do you think they did it? Hmm. Where do you think this California 1986, 85 band on their second attempt? <laughs> Were they at Sunset? Wow! Wow. Where's wow. that episode? Of the- yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yeah. Wild guess. Wild guess. Magic board, right? That's the magic it's board. The magic board and the magic walls, and which a lot of our listeners don't know. You just put a bit on to try to get. <laughs> that's right. That's going to be our new podcast studio. <laughs> <laughs> the Fleetwood Mac board yeah. is going to bring a downgrade, us. but you know it's, it'll be cool. Yeah, yeah, no, it'll sound good. Yeah. It'll sound good. We got to we got to shift a few things around. <laughs> um, and uh, this album did pretty good for the Bengals. They, yeah, you think about all the songs that you like from the they're on this record. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what isn't on this record, which is a fucking awesome song, not by the Bengals, but covered by the Bengals. Yes. And I want to put their rendition. If we talk about artists who make the songs their own, mm-hmm. Jimi Hendrix, All Along the Watchtower. For sure. Right up there. I mean, Maybe the top. Van Halen and the Kinks with You Really Got Me. Right up That's there. That's theirs now. Yeah. We got a Hazy Shade of Winter pretty by sick. the Bangles. Pretty sick cover version. Dude, I listened to that on my way over here. And 
if that song doesn't get you going, yeah, you're not listening. That's from the soundtrack of Lesson Zero. Huh? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's why it's not on the album. So yeah. a little Robert Downey Jr. crossover. Robert Downey Jr. smoking He's bass. Having trouble in that movie. Giving head and smoking yeah. bass. Yeah. I think around this I think time. Public Enemy was on that soundtrack too. They, they might have been. I don't it's remember. That's a good soundtrack. I remember though, it is a trend that in this, in that, in 1986, let's take some of our favorite, maybe ne'er do well actors and let's, let's show them hitting rock bottom in a movie. In real time. You know, my own private Idaho. Yeah. Right? God, yeah. Some River Phoenix, Keanu Reeves problems mm-hmm. <laughs> more head <laughs> always hand in hand yeah Let's smoke that bass yeah yeah you better like doing other things too but honestly it always felt like james spader was somewhere near you know yeah, he could he could have done it <laughs> james spader could go could have gone dark oh yeah, yeah. well yeah he's what was he when he, he's the robot man from the he's a robot man from, from the from the <laughs> movies god damn it you know ultron he's that's James Spader. James Spader was Ultron? Yeah, that's why he sounds like an asshole. Are you shit? No. It's perfect. No. That James was... Spader has that asshole voice. James Spader did not voice Ultron. Jeff Bridges did. No. Jeff Bridges? It's Lebowski, man. I know. <laughs> he didn't do Ultron? No. Are you seriously? Spader did Spader. Ultron. Wow. Like, how could a robot be a smug dick? Because James Spader is a brilliant voice actor. Or he just has resting bitch voice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One of the two. Dude, well, we, we, however it boils down to a lot of talent coming out in the mid-80s. We, we know yeah, the, the movies. Pack. We know the Brat Pack. There is there's some people throwing down in the mid-80s. And the Bengals did not shy away from that at all. No, this was their time. Columbia label. They got David Kine playing, uh, producing, and then playing a little bit here and there on the album and, and whatnot. He's done some other shit too. Um, arts, music, film, popping, mid eighties. Yeah, solid time. I'm not saying if when we get this time machine, we're gonna expend a trip going back to the mid eighties because I mean we were there, but yeah, but we didn't get to see Run DMC. I tell you what, we didn't. <laughs> We didn't get to see the Bengals. A little side trip to maybe Venice Beach in the in the eighties, the mid eighties. See some Jane's Addiction, uh, you know, go. just forming and stuff like that. Some, some do some reps down on the beach with the the bros. Bengals gym, <laughs> swollen, going to Jane shows as you do. Said nobody ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. What do you think? You want to get into this? Let's hit it. Um, it's the song we were talking about, written by Prince. Um, and actually before I do play it, cause everyone knows this song, Manic Monday, that's probably the song they might be, eh, maybe walk like, like all the songs they're really known for are on this album. You think you know them for like, walk like an Egyptian, then you realize you know them for a bunch of songs, you know? Right. And it's like, who knows if this was their biggest hit, all these songs on this record mm-hmm. are their biggest song. So who, who knows? But this Come was on. written for Apollonia six. Yep. 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 And we do have the demo of Prince and Apollonia singing this song. Oh, no shit. Too. Is and it I, all right? Yeah, check it out. Pretty close so far. Yeah. I mean, that's such a, a sticky little run, too. Mm-hmm. It's like Mozart-esque. 
see it now. Okay. And you zam 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 I think uh, Prince, Prince's 1999 song and his vocal treatment to that song is one of the first things I heard somebody else sing where I was like, that sounds just like him. You know, like you could, you could, uh, it, it's like the Christopher Walken of today. You get, a lot of people could get close enough that it, it registered. Yeah. You know, I was walking, younded, yeah. It's called being sexy. That, yeah, that took me a while. I think I got it. I'm close. Oh, you nailed it. Thanks, man. So that was that was the demo. And this is what Gals and the Bangles did with it. Hold on. Oh yeah, you throw that line on a harpsichord. We <laughs> do it a little remix. You throw that line on a harpsichord and, and we're talking Mozart. Yeah. I think that's what these guys and the Go-Go's have in, in common. There's a little orche- orchestral treatment. Definitely the m- melodic sense is is way more developed than their male colleagues. Yeah. Put in the work and made it a bangle song. Yeah, it feels like brewing coffee. This song, when I hear this song, I feel like I want to have coffee on the. Uh, you know, you want to get going. I want to get going. It's it, it's you know the Beatles did that too. Day in a life and oh, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. You know, the song kind of takes the narrative and the treatment of the song takes you to the position that they want you to be in. Right. You know. Manic Monday, who can't relate? Right, it's not a ton of subtext going on. It's, it's a Manic Monday. There were two artists in 1986 talking about Mondays, and one of them was the Bengals. The other, Town Rats? Yeah, the Garfield. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> two severed opposing viewpoints. Uh-huh. She sounds as sexy as she appeared. She has a sexy voice because mm-hmm. that's that is a thing. Mm-hmm. It is true. Yeah, you can have an ugly voice. You can have a very unattractive voice and be a very attractive person. I think I think Nico from <laughs> from the Velvet Underground is probably the, the best uh, case study for that. Of what? Bad voice, good good person. Yeah, yeah. Good looking person. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Somebody turn the fucking arpeggiator. I know. I like that. <laughs> it just echoes. It just echoes through. Mondays are always good. That's what it tells me on the outro of that song. Mondays are always going to be a little something. You're always going to wish it was Sunday. Yeah. You know? But yeah. Is it really our fun day, though? Well, that's Manic Monday. You know? It's what you make of it. <laughs> she, uh, <clears throat> we're just getting to not scary lead female vocalists uh in, in this time um there's there's been some some singular uh you know maybe debbie harry even had a little bit of a uh you know aggression to her in, in some sort of way but um but this this was like uh i don't i don't know you're you're allowed to like everybody here yeah yeah they're nice girls they're nice girls <laughs> going off Not of like what Madonna. you said voice looks sound you know, yeah. And very nice girls. Seems to be. Go-Go's fit that a little bit, but, I, you know, behind the scenes there. Well, who knows what the Bengals were getting up to, whatever I, they want. I didn't research, but, yeah, the Bengals can do what they want. Well, Susanna Hoff, she's married to Matthew Sweet nowadays, and they do a lot of movie stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she's figured out a way to just keep going. She, she's still her. going right now. Yeah. Guess what? Still cute. Yeah, you know, the cutscenes in Austin Powers? yeah. That's her and Matthew and uh, several other fellows. But he directed that, right? I think. I think he directed that yeah. movie. Yeah, and they did the music. Yeah. Well, the, the stuff that Quincy Jones didn't do and Burke Bagarak and all that. But sure. If you're in that kind of company, sure. Susanna, you done good. Right? How yeah. much fun is that? We're going to work on this crazy movie, do some cutscenes. And that first Bangles album, they were kind of leaning in more into that 60s yeah. kind of songwriting. So Yeah. Made a whole lot of sense. Pop is still the name of the game, the, and this is this is definitely pop. Uh, but they did take a slight departure from their first album into this album. Mm-hmm. You know, classic second album where they're a little bit doubling down on their sound, but using that that space to develop it. Right. And there's the second song on the second album after the first song is Manic Monday. Yeah. What? Title track time. Mm-hmm. get a little bit of that uh, hazy shade feel there. One of my favorite things that the Bengals do is the, is the, is the four on the floor kind of punk. Kind of that punk painted song. black beat. Yes. Right. painted black. Wow, sort of forward. You see, you see him leaning forward on the kit. Yes. Yeah, driving that kit. A little bit of strokes. The strokes picked up a little piece of this. Yeah, some of those Wawa flares. And this is not Susanna singing. No, they, they okay. So everybody kind of took turns singing. Yeah, we, we they got were, Susanna they were sharing Hops, it around. Yeah, lead vocals and backing vocals and guitar. We got Vicky Peterson lead vocaling back, back backing vocals and guitar. We got uh, with Michelle Steele. Lead vocals, backing vocals, guitar, bass. Uh, and then we got Debbie Patterson. They're sisters. Vicky and Debbie are sisters. Um, lead, you know, lead vocals, drums, percussion. My favorite. Um, but there's basically Susanna Hoff's got in touch with the two sisters. Uh, one, one wanting to speak to the other and turns out that they, you know, to somebody else in the room. But they, mm-hmm. they hit it off 
and um, they're all coming from different bands. They're, they've all been playing for a little bit. And by the time in 1984 or five that the Bangles form started out as with the supersonic bangs, uh, which was a hairstyle, <laughs> and then the bangs. And then they were like, well, we can't, yeah, all lady group, we can't be called, you know, the, the something. The bangs, you know. <laughs> Goals. Right on the nose. Yeah. Um, so they went to the Bangles. Yeah, Pretty good. weren't trying to be tigers, weren't trying to be football fans or anything like that. It just it was an just jaunty bracelets. Just jaunty. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> what I always think of. She's a working title for this album. <laughs> it's always good to have a set of siblings in the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeps it keeps the keeps the core tight. But there's 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 a, there's a bonding. We've talked about it, man. We see it. There's a there's a mm-hmm. bonding that happens. This reminds me of like one of the songs Jane would have written in the Go-Go's or something. It does feel like that. You know? love about that is just that it's maybe that's the strokes i'm getting off it just sounds like they're all playing together yeah like a band yeah yeah it's just it's nice it feels like that song live seeing them live playing that song Mm -hmm. pretty fucking awesome not everything in the 80s was capturing a good live Mm -hmm. feel in the studio yeah 80s and by choice maybe it, well, I think we, technology-wise, they're starting to figure out we can pull off a lot of things that you, maybe you can't play live. We can multi-track the fuck out of this. Yeah. And indeed, a lot of this was multi-tracked, was overdubbed, and some of the some of the dissension came from studio musicians coming in to overdub some of the band members' parts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, I mean, there, there's, you know, this is... Right around that time where they're like, yeah, no, we like you. We like your sound. But if so-and-so plays it, well, okay, do a couple kiff clips. We're all going to cash in. And, uh, and, and so there was some pushback in, in the recording of this album. And there are other, um, I didn't write the list down, but as many, session folks. Yeah, as many members in the band, there's going to be there's session folks that are contributing, including the producer, you know, Dave Kahn, Keen. I'm not sure what, how to say his name. It starts with an H. It's got, or it starts with a K. It's got an H in there and an N. Con! Feels that way, right? Who And he ended up working with Shatner, funny enough. Well, there you go. The future. Did he produce his album? I with think so. Ben Folds? Yeah, I think so. Awesome. <laughs> God, do a second album, Shat. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I like that song, though, in a different light. I guess that would be the title track. That's for the bangles. That's the pocket that I really like them. I in. like that feel, yeah. 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 I bet you. I don't know. I would be hundred. I'm ready to be hundred percent wrong on this one. But I don't feel like that was one where they had a ton of session guys on it. Yeah, I'm with you. On that. It sounded pretty bandy. It sounded like they were all in the room. Yeah. Could be wrong. Probably wrong. Yeah, I'm not gonna call you. I'm gonna say fucking, it. You know. That's right. Uh, the next one. I remember this next one. Um, doesn't have the the full popularity bar on. Uh, Amazon Music that uh, Manic Monday or yeah. Walk Like an Egyptian yeah, has, but you know. I fully remember the song. This this one reminds me of like a monkey song, Walk Down Your Street. Remember that one? I like that you said monkeys there. It's got a monkey's feel. Yeah, yeah. But the good monkeys. Yeah. The monkeys. 
face is going to work. Pretty much like Billie Jean, all fast. Right. Yeah, the little Motown horn stabs. Yeah, this is more akin to something from their first album, maybe. You know, this is one for the old heads. Yeah. From, night, from a year earlier. Yeah, yeah. It's got a little holiday roll to it. You yeah. know. It's retro. For the, it's retro now, but it's, it was retro then. Yeah, yeah. And that's where they're coming from. Yeah, There's a sneaky sax in there. Yeah, I can't tell if it's in the lower left of my ear. Yeah. Because yeah. I think there's a gritty guitar mixed way back there on, on those last little, last little runs. Yeah, it's kind of a dud of a guitar solo, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know about that. Yeah, I was watching Tom Morello do some guitar solos, too. <laughs> Tom Morello would have fucked that up. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> it's like, it's a, he's, he's, he's full on making sounds out of the guitar. He's a competent guitarist, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like, wicka, wicka, woo, wicka, woo, woo, wicka, woo. <laughs> like, it's, it's just like fitting that thing into so much. It's his, uh, it's his two-hand tapping. It's his two-hand tapping, and uh, sometimes it just doesn't belong. It doesn't go in everything. It doesn't go in everything. You know, you can say, that. well, that's my sound, but yeah, yeah, that sound didn't go in that song. I like the dude. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Listen, I'm a fan. <laughs> okay? <laughs> but he's knocked that shit off. <laughs> no, did, we went and saw him at the Neptune on his solo tour, but did you go to that? Yeah, yeah, it was the, the, yeah. the Huntsman, the, the Night Watchman, the Watchman. No, no, he had a backing band. Or, or all, uh, no, he had an opening band that was all ladies from like Liverpool or Manchester or some shit like that, and they were. Oi! They were cool as shit. You wanna hear some tunes, Seattle? They were cool as shit. He came out doing Rockerogi. Uh, with backing tracks and shit like that, and was remember he was soloing off the balcony like he was. I, I feel like he I needed remember. to knock it off with that <laughs> shit because listen, somebody else can do that, yeah, yeah. but not Mister Rally Round the Family. Okay, yeah, yeah, you don't get sorry. You made a stance, and you seem to be kind of holding on to that stance, except you're doing this other goofy shit that you need to knock it off. Do the the acoustic? Did he do acoustic that night or so? Or have you seen it somewhere well, else? This is all when he does the Night Watchman. It's all protest tunes and shit, which is fine. Yeah, I don't yeah, like sure. listening to it, but yeah, it I get it. That's I gotta tell you something with that with the protest tunes. <laughs> you gonna protest the protest tunes? You should write a protest song about protest songs. But as long as I make it catchy, it'll stand out. Because all the other ones are just oh, like, yeah. you know, it's hard. It's hard listening. Hard listening. It's hard enough being in a protest, let alone having to suffer the music that shows up. <laughs> Get up. Stand up. Oh, come on. That's got to be in the top ten of protests, like the it's good ones, though. full-on top ten protest songs. Sick and, and tired of the ism, schism. Yeah. Yeah. Dying and go to heaven with Jesus' name, Lord. 
That's, mm. I'm, I'm going to fight something right now. I want to oppose something just because you said that. I, I think anytime you could have Jesus name Lord. Lord. Dude, you get one. You get one. You get to do that once in all of writing history. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Jesus Lord. <laughs> strong. Yeah. You know it is strong. But, you know, also not one of their best tunes. I mean, yeah. You know. Anyway, I, I, I don't mean to. I don't mean to chew up everybody that we were it's talking just been about. Fuck Your Protest Tune by Chris Feifel. Just uh, step it up. Step it up, you know? <laughs> you know, we can all step up. We can all stand to step it up a bit. Yeah. What do they got for number three on it? Was that number three? That was number two. Let's hear what they got. No, that was number three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, you know what they got next. A solid one, two, three, yeah. as far as lining it out. And, yeah. I, and I found that the layout of, of this album is not really too much to shuffle around either. Yeah. But the next one, they were walking down your street, but they were they walking like Egyptians is the eternal question. Right there, they're like, yeah, we got a hit. <laughs> they had me at Maracas. And whatever weird gong that is. Yeah. Africa. They all paintings on the tomb. They do the sand dance, don't you know? If they move too quick, away. You slightly before you're ready for it, and it doesn't let you go. It's, <laughs> no, no. it's like when someone grabs you by the shirt collar and starts spinning you around. You thought you were walking out of the room, and it's like, nah. Yeah, you're getting sent out of the room. Yeah. Who's singing on this one now? All of them. Oh, I guess so. But the lead, or do they all take it? That's Seuss. That's, that's, that's they all take turns, Susie. huh? What is that, a piece of sheet metal on a Buick that they're hitting? This is like where they got all the ideas for Stomp, I think. Right. <laughs> oh, man, a little, little vib- vibra, whatever. <laughs> Vibrato, what's the tremolo going on on the guitar back there? Tremolo. Stop it. Stop. It's yeah. just so, it's just quicker, faster. So we drop the pot <laughs> on a dog? <laughs> right, <or> keep it. <laughs> Someone dropped a pot on a dog. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, this song was everywhere. It had a music video that you couldn't get away from. Yeah. Didn't want to get away from. Uh, it was a cultural phenomenon, wasn't it? was like they had people in the video on the streets just doing oh, the Egyptian New York City streets it felt like showing you the cops with the humor because they do a, they, there's a little slander that's right, here. They get the, oh, that's right all the cops at the donut shop also one of the best whistles whistles Axl Rose couldn't do this good that's a clean whistle Slight feet of street just, just Susanna and Roger Whittaker at this point now she's telling you how to do it Susanna? The donut shop, man. She knows what's up. Susanna's a hip, hip lady. She writes protest tunes, okay? You think she's... It's a little stab. Yeah, she got an ACAB tattoo on her, on her, uh, the back of her shoulder. I saw it. She's, uh... Just a little shot across the bow of the old boys in blue. (laughs) This one time I was scared and no one showed up when I was walking home. 
Fucking cops are eating donuts. They're a bunch of fat fat. <laughs> All right, Susanna, let's try to rope it in. Trying to get this one on the radio, Susie. Yeah, there's so many left out fucking lines. I had a boyfriend once who was a dick, and then he never showed up when I asked. <laughs> He's fucking taking shots at everybody. I'm hoping. <laughs> Shit, I'm fade up on the fade out. Uh, look at that. Are we done already? Yeah, it's, it's just it's just a wee wisp of a song, you know. Did we already skip over the the Israelis, the oil, the oil tycoons and stuff like? Didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something about the and the Kremlin. And the, yeah, they Dude, called every, the Kremlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something about shouting out the world. Jesus, some Muslim stuff. All, it was like somewhere all over the world. It's like dancing in the streets, you know. And they start calling out everywhere. Koran morons, or something like that. I don't know. She tried to rhyme them. Koran morons. <laughs> Did you just name our band? Korans. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a mega massive hit. That one went through the roof. Yeah. That's that's how you know the Bengals for the most part. Yeah, pretty much, right? Yeah. Yeah, because that had the video, it had the look, and everything came together for Walk Like an Egyptian. Also, that idea just came out of nowhere. <laughs> right. Nobody, why, they weren't resuscitating like the twist no. or some shit. Nobody was walking like Egyptians since Egypt. Right. Okay. And even then, it's not, it's not proven. Maybe Steve Martin a little bit. Not, <laughs> Steve Martin jumped on it. Yeah. He jumped on it early. Yeah. Uh, okay, so famous songs about Egyptians. <laughs> uh, we got Steve Martin. Yeah. We got the Bangles. And I think you got it. I think we nailed it. Yeah. That's the list. Yeah. Well, you know what happens after you've been walked down the street and then you walk like an Egyptian, you got to take a break and you end up standing in the hallway. I don't know. This news is. It's here for the boy. It's here for the boy or something's going on right now. Let's hear it for the boy. It's Huey Lewis. This is where it doesn't sound like the Bengals playing. This is this sounds like this is where the session dudes came in. This does. Because it seems unnecessary. Yeah. And it's in the what is it in the five spot? Yeah. yeah. I guess we're getting ready to getting getting close to the end of the side. This is where you get those great backing vocals. But they're not doing the work that they have. They can't carry the whole song. Yeah, and they they already they did some such good, you know. They're doing a good job here too, yeah. but Let's see way chorus. heavier lifting in earlier songs on here. Same with the Go Go's. Yeah, it's something that that I think elevated a lot of the ladies of the '80s bands is smart, uh, intricate backing vocals. You know, not not it seems to be a running theme so far. Pat would do her own. Yeah. Which is its own thing, like it's like uh, you know, Robert Plant or something. Yeah, yeah. Where the Go Go's are doing, and, and she was in there. Uh, she would do some of her own too. But Jane was in there. There was variation, you yep. know, with yep. just her. And we got that. In, you got a lot of that here. Like they all sang. It was like yep, they all Parker. sang. Yeah, or the Eagles. Which is a good. What you're saying about the monkeys? That, that was actually <laughs> a, a fun comparison because yeah. it's fucking talented. It's a talented crew, you know. No, nobody's necessarily carrying each other in this band, you know. Right. Uh, every, everybody's bringing some pretty heavy shit. Uh, funny enough, their original bassist was that? Was Annette Um she, she ended up quitting before like the, the first album. Oh shit! Rejoined in 2018. Son of a bitch. You know what I'm saying? 
because Michelle She's never too late. Michelle Steele, not her original name. Um, <laughs> you know, she was quit. She was she's done. She's done with the Bengals, and they got the they got the OG. Holy shit! <laughs> from '85. She sat there for damn near 40 years waiting for that phone to ring. Yeah, yeah. God bless her. And it, and it rang. She's in now. Michelle uh, Steele was the tall blonde one, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I had a Bengals poster in my room. I don't know if I had said that yet. And no. the, yeah, oh, for sure. And honestly, Michelle was kind of like... Yeah, yeah. That was... I get it. Big tall blonde lady. It's a thing. <laughs> Brand of Tarth. Yeah. Michelle oh Steele. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> Richie Nielsen. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I don't know who played on that song, but that didn't sound like the Bengals. But no, it's it's honestly too clean and kind of thin pop. A little beneath them. Mm-hmm. At this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. Now we got something for you. We got these uh, hot players coming in. I can shut up, David. We can right. do it. Let's close out the side. All right. Return post. Okay, kids. Okay. That's when used to get like actual letters and, and they're talking about post office yeah yeah when I mean, you had return post like okay and uh, we're talking like a little bit like elvis returned to sender here or right right you know like or uh at the drive-ins invalid letter department mm-hmm. yeah yeah um a lot of postman songs yeah not so many songs about emails thank god no thank god it doesn't want to hear about your server okay? yeah I got a chirp on my terminal. Yeah. My inbox is full. Yeah. I didn't get your message yet. Must have gone in the trash. Junk mail. Spam again. Thank God. Like I said, nobody does that. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Return post, like I said. Okay, that's more fun. Sharks and Jets. Writing the lines as they come to me, scratching them out almost immediately. Don't know. I like this departure. It almost feels queen. Yeah, for sure. A few more snaps. Yeah. Working your way into uh, Killer Queen. Yeah. Something better waiting somewhere for me. Something like it can almost be a Christmas song. Right. Maybe it's just Christmas for you. It's just the time of year we're in, but uh, no, it's, it, it's giving me Christmas it, vibes. It, it has. Put a jingle or a sleigh bell in there. What do you think about a lethal weapon being a Christmas movie? That's oh, a, for sure. Fucking solid. Absolutely. Yeah, solid. You watch any good movies over this break? We just yes. That's the short answer. Yeah. In the same day, I watched a very terrible movie. And then I watched a very good movie later in the afternoon to cleanse my palate. Okay. Shouldn't this and what else? <laughs> Took the kids. The whole family, actually. We were all excited. We were going to go see Avatar in 3D. Oh, did it. Oh, we're going to go do it because I remember 12 years ago and leaving and going, wow, that was crazy. And we shit like that. And then we're trying to remember what the movie's about. I can't remember. Yeah. So I kind of had low expectations. The, the first Avatar movie plotline is tough to follow. Yeah, well... 
Mm. <laughs> if you're looking for a plot line in the next one, it's, it's pretty much just it's not Fast and the Furious because it's all about family. Yeah. And uh, it's bad. Oh. And it's about yeah. twice as long as it needs to be. That should be a 90-minute movie. Yeah. Instead, he's yeah. like, look at my digital dick for three hours. And they're recording. They're, they're, they're filming, like, the next three at the same time. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. When I heard they're going to do five of them, I'm yeah, like, I can't do three hours every year. I, it, you know, it, the previews look boring. It, and I, I watched yeah. some of it. I enjoyed the first one, but the, the it's Dances with Wolves, basically. Fern you know, Gully. Fucking Fern Gully, uh, which are both good movies. Um, but, you know, and, and I'll watch. I'll, the special effects are cool. Storyline's kind of cool. N- neat and all that shit. It's also dumb as fuck. And, um, yeah. and the idea, like, you can just see with Avatar 2, they were doubling down on the dumb as fuck. Trying to be universal, you know. Yeah. Gotta dude. make all their money in the all the markets. This is not a committee. Yeah. 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 It's movie by committee. No. Uh. But then we watched everything everywhere all the time when we got home oh, later I that night. I heard good things about the that. The movie's amazing. Really? Yeah. It's fantastic. Especially if you like bagels. I do. They are bagels. You know I do. There's bagels coming, Chris. All right. Michelle Yo bagel coming. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I kind of wish they'd done the whole song in this field, really. It's uh, a little more interesting. This is like a little bit, uh, a little bit sexier feel right here. Almost like a ZZ Top. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, exactly right. I like it. It's from the bayou. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to some friends today about some swampy licks. And, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Um... What a fucking Rolling Stones song I'm missing now. Can you hear me knocking? I don't think that's... It's totally swampy. But it's, uh, it's, it's it was whatever. There's some other lick. Some other songs. Super swampy. Went down a Creedence Clearwater run. Yeah. Maybe we got to cover the second album at some point. I'm sure it's um, okay. But uh, they've got, they've, John Fogarty could put out a little bit of swamp there too. From being from like uh, Fontana, California. Yeah he's, yeah. he's a little swampy. Yeah, yeah. You know, so there's something. There's is that, nice I mean, is that, is that even legit? Is that okay? To be swampy. He's doing swamp face. Okay. Do you have to be sad to write a sad song? Do you have to be happy to no, write a happy No, it just, song? why does it make me, it gives me that same feeling I get when I listen to like Iggy Azalea. When I listen to Creedence Clearwater, I don't. I get it. I, I don't buy the swamp. I, I can't it. smell the swamp on them. Uh-huh. They did not grow up with the hound dogs howling. I get it. But they, but they, but they did it. They put the work in. I don't like it. I <laughs> <laughs> okay that's a great way to go into the middle session <laughs> you know what nobody liked it was howard the duck oh. which came out in 1986 i want to watch it actually i want to check it out i haven't seen it since 1986 so it, it turns out it sucks um there was there was a lot of people putting in the effort there um some of <laughs> other efforts that kind of were cool but maybe they suck in hindsight the short circuit 
yeah. Okay. He yep. was doing Swamp Face pretty hard in that. Another. Yeah, he's doing a little Swamp Face in there. Another movie that was a, that was a little bit rough. Uh, was Soul Man. C. Oh, Thomas geez. Howard. C. Thomas Howell. Those two uh, were in the same year. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yes. Age of brown and black face. You duck face. Yeah. Duck lips, and uh, and brown face. Uh, so those are some of the things that Soul didn't. Man and deep circuit. Soul Man and Deep Circuit. Um, pretty in pink though. We're talking about a little James Spader. We're talking about a little yeah. Andrew McCarthy. Ultron, dude. We're talking about Ducky. We're talking about Red. Uh, we're talking about Janine from fucking Garoppolo? Ghostbusters. No, before. Before she got a job at Ghostbusters, she worked. Oh, Annie Potts? Yes. Yes, Annie Potts with them big glasses. Can I tell you that? Cuter than a bug's ear. Thank you. <laughs> Annie Potts it was, the, it was the sleeper hit of the 80s. Right? She showed up. She showed up. She showed up to do work, and then it's like, Egon knew. Egon, actually, Egon didn't know. She, was, she liked Egon. Um, anyway, Ray Stans knew. Uh, stand by me. We got a young oh, River great Phoenix movie, yeah. and everybody else. Will Wheaton. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was like uh, all those guys grew up to be yeah. really great actors yeah. and like successful actors. Totally. That's a full cast. That's Keeper yeah. Sutherland too. I forgot about Kiefer. Fucking full cast in there. Chopper, the dog that played Chopper. He was great. Sick balls. The great chain uh, train fucking chase. <sighs> stand by me. Still holds up. Good movie. Ferris Bueller's Day Off comes out. Jesus. I know. I know. Because we're talking about 1984 was, you know, we got like the Raiders and the, and the, and, and, and the <laughs> yeah. Spielberg Lucas universe is going 84. Everything in between, still hitters. Big hitters going on. Ferris Bueller, obviously, uh, uh, just changed the landscape. Labyrinth. Oh, man. Our first sights of Bowie that we, that we you know. I know, and a young and Jennifer his cod Connelly. piece. Yeah, it's but, probably improper for Jennifer Connelly to be around that cod piece at such a young age. It, that it, cod piece was lewd. That is one hundred percent true. <laughs> <laughs> a flight of the navigator was out there. <laughs> uh, little shop of horrors. Pee Wee Herman was the was the yeah Paul Rubens spaceship compliance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Navigator. It was it was kind of fun. Um, we got uh, you know Highlander coming out here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes garbage is beautiful. That's where Highlander falls in. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful garbage. <laughs> um, and then you know one of my favorite movies back then is Rad. <laughs> the BMX one. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we also realized that uh, Tom Hanks uh, can play pin uh, play pool in The Color of Money. All right, I know Fast Eddie yeah, with Paul yeah. Newman and stuff. Yeah, I love that Eric Clapton song. It's it's in the way that you use it. Yeah, it, the movie kind of kicks ass. <laughs> it's a fun movie. That's a sequel to The Hustler with Paul Newman, right? Yes, that's one that they really did the long wait. Uh, sequel they kind of originated that maybe and i think that's one of the first times that we see that long ass revisiting from a character 20 years 30 years yeah. prior so that's where he got the idea from maverick yeah for sure i mean but you know fucking paul newman what you can do <laughs> god bless um you know we could talk about some world events there apparently there's something to, you don't need to what is you know what sammy hagar said in 1986 what'd he say what is understood doesn't need to be discussed 
Okay. So okay, we'll Sam. Just, we'll just leave that those space disasters alone. Okay, we're gonna leave. <laughs> you know what? Let's just let's just say there was no. We're not covering any space disasters in 1986. Nope. I, and and you know what? Whatever. Most of us were there, so we know what happened in 1986. What do you got? What was going on in the radio? Oh man. Well, tell you what. You make the call. You want to hear singles or albums? 1986. Let's go albums. All right. The Billboard 200 Top 10, oh, January 3rd, 1986. So, like, we're just getting into 1986 here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is, yeah. But goddamn, number 10 in a squared circle, Stevie Wonder. Okay. Part-time lover and all that. You know, yeah, good shit. Wasn't he his eighties output was maybe not as good as his seventies? I think that's a bold statement. I know. Yeah, yeah. Not I really, agree with you, though. But that was a high point of his eighties. Yeah. Singles anyway. He probably had killer deep album cuts that we don't even know about because we're because we're just fanboys. But uh, Starship had a record. <laughs> Is you it know, the movie Mannequin. Uh, most likely. <laughs> no, this. It's a full-on record. This is this has got to be that record though. Knee deep in the hoople, in the hoopla, in the hoople. Uh, not the hoople. Knee, deep, knee deep in the hoopla. In the hoopla. He's, uh, yeah, this feels right. That feels like the we built this city yeah. era starship. Yeah, formerly Jefferson Airplane. I mean, we're in the age of where music can be big and anthemic. You know. Yeah. And what? And fuck me. I mean, they had two, three really big hits in that era. Yeah. They yeah. they bought. Bigger houses that in that decade. Dude, they they upgraded their fucking flying technology. Somebody had to buy themselves a bigger jet after this record. Number eight, still Bruce Springsteen, born in the USA in 1986. Whoa, he's still on the charts. He's been on the charts for 83 weeks. That's over a year. 83 weeks. That's 52 Uh, weeks in a year. 53. It's almost two years on the charts. You know, there's some chords that don't fucking leave either one the whole playing of that song or your mind after you hear it it is like the worst bruce springsteen song it is the worst and it is the most popular at least in 1984 through 86 it was it was like before people understood that irony could be in in art um (laughs) there wasn't a lot yeah people weren't getting weren't picking up what bruce was putting down weren't picking it up what bruce was putting down and that shit became an anthem, and it just had, it's just not an interesting song. And that keyboard line goes through the whole fucking song. It's like going out gay bashing on a Saturday night and playing Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting. <laughs> <laughs> it's the wrong soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't get it. Yeah. You don't get it. You're missing it. Yeah. You fucking. Anyway. I, mean, I People, was hoping you had the censor button there. I was oh, oh wait, I forgot where it was. Yeah, back in. Oh, fuck. Why do you swear so loud? My bad. My bad. <laughs> that was a loud swear word. <clears throat> uh, number <clears throat> seven. Oh, your friend and mine, Sade. Oh. Or as I know her, Sade. Yep. Uh, Promise. Album Promise. That's good. It's after her second. Yeah. She's well into your career at this point. Oh, man. Been on the chart for five weeks already. Let me guess. It's probably a fucking crusher. It's an awesome album, and everybody should listen to it. Guaranteed. Number six. Brothers in Arms. Oh, Dire Straits. Dire Straits. Dude, that is a hammer of an yes. album. With one of the worst Dire Straits songs on it, too. What are you going to say? Walk of Life is a terrible okay. song. 
Man, if you were going to say Salton's a swing. No. Okay. Is that on that record? Is, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. But I know that Walk of Life was on it. I hate, fucking hate that song. It's right up there with uh, Born Dirty in the USA. Laundry. Oh, yeah. And, and Dirty Laundry. Yeah. God, we might. Just okay, trash. we might run into them. Yeah. ZZ Top at number five. Oh, you just, yeah, Afterburner. Okay. I think this is the Give Me All Your Loving, right? Give me all your love. We're, we're, uh, obviously, at some point, we're going to have to hit ZZ Top. And hard. Hard. With like three R's. We're gonna, we might have to get a guest in. We might have to get Joey in for ZZ Top or something like that. Just to really break down. Do you have down. any friends from Texas? Do, do I, I don't think I have any friends from Texas. Do you hmm. get any friends from Texas? I wouldn't admit to it if I did, Chris. God. <laughs> That's what you call messing with Texas right there. I ain't, I'm not, I am definitely not messing with Texas. It's too big. No, I know. There's a lot of them. You know, I feel I'm intimidated to go to Texas only because I hear the proportions for food are big. The proportion, you know, portions are big, and I can't eat that much all the time. They'll I, let you have a to-go bag. It's okay. I would have to. I would just save face. I would have yeah. to. Yeah. We went to Dallas last year. Yeah. It's fun. Texas is great. At some point, you, were, you and I are probably going to go to Austin. Yeah, it fucked me up because the horizon is way out there because they don't have any mountains where we're at. Yeah, that flatland. It's a, funny enough, not a big sky country. Or, you know, they don't call it, like yeah. Montana claimed that. Yeah. Right, didn't they? That's them. So they the mountains hold, they get the mountains holding it up, though. Dude, they call dibs. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Texas can't win them all. But number three, John Mellencamp, Scarecrow. You know the album, he's all leaning on the fence, all cool. Oh, my gosh. All blue collar and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Scare, yeah, that's... Oh, boy, that... I just smelled the 80s from hearing John Mellencamp's Scarecrow. Oh, yeah. No longer Cougar. We've moved on. Nah, we're beyond that now. We're through the, <laughs> we're through the Cougar glass. Yep. And You Can't Stop Babs, Barbara Streisand, yeah. number two, with the Broadway album. Yeah. You know, Babs is strong when beaches around this time and stuff like that. She's, you know, she's acting. That's Bette Midler. What I meant to say <laughs> is I have no idea. She okay, was doing right. shit in the 80s. Yentl? She's still on that Yentl money? She's, she's right around that Yentl money. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tinkin' boost. Number, got. This one should not surprise you at all. It's a soundtrack. 1986. Think Yen Hammer. Arm and Hammer? Oh, my gosh. Miami Vice. Miami Vice. Yeah, you got yeah. Glenn Fry doing the Smuggler's Blues on that shit. Yep. Terrible yeah. song. Eh. I love his his build up to it Everybody who ever did like half a line of cocaine Then had to like write songs about like the smuggling (laughs) trade And like how they're all fucking banditos hanging out (laughs) Fuck you Yeah, but mind you Glenn Fry also was part of Hotel California Which had already covered that kind of territory For sure So this is He was grandfathered in He was grandfathered in Treetop Flyer, that's another song about, like, oh, fuck out of here. <laughs> Could you imagine coming to band practice and proposing a song about hey, smuggling cocaine, coke? Cocaine, cocaine lifestyle. Yeah. What, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got, a, I got a song. It's, a, it's called uh, Nose Pocket. <laughs> it's called I'm a, I'm a Mule. All about getting oh, on a commercial oh, airline flight with cheap mule. half a pound of dope up your ass. Nobody writes that song, huh? 
And I was sitting. That's an intense situation. <laughs> Maybe more intense than flying a little Cessna over the keys, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah fuck you. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm 30,000 feet with a tush full of cush. Sing me the song of the mules. Come on. <laughs> Fucking. That's right. Yeah, I'm not God trying to right. out the bed. Uh, anyway, that was the top ten. Okay. That's very 86 top 10. Yeah, yeah, for sure. White representatives. Smell it. <laughs> That's right. I didn't like the way it, didn't like cocaine in the 80s. I just liked the way it smelled. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You ever hear any drug problems with the Bengals? No. If No, I, maybe they did. Maybe. But I didn't hear about it. Yeah, I don't have any poop on them. It wasn't on the, it wasn't on the forefront. Yeah. If they had issues, it was dealt with quietly. What are you going to do? Yeah. If the darkness was there. The darkness is always there, Chris. If she knew what she wants, that's how they're going to kick off the second side. God, I feel like I had this one on vinyl back in the day, too. This is feeling real familiar. It's a, it's a good album. Yeah. Get this album. Put it in your put it in hit list. Oops. All right. to walk across the room and flip this one over. Yeah. Such a unique vocal tone. It's almost like buzzsaw. It's almost buzzsaw. It cuts through. Yeah. It's it's like a little dab of uh, Stevie Nicks. Yes. Just that vibrato will just kind of, kind of like serrated. Yes, like the sabre, serrated vibrato. Yeah. Sobrato is, is what you'd have to call it. And it, it's handy. Uh, Miley Cyrus has it. She's excellent at it. Yeah. She's got a little more bass to her voice. Yeah. And I love I love her bass to her voice. Miley Cyrus is a fucking killer. It's singer. a, it's a coarse thread sobrato. It's a what? It's a coarse thread sobrato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it's Suzanne is very mm-hmm. fine thread. Yeah, yeah, like 28. Yeah, yeah, like a steak a knife. 28 pitch. <laughs> and just her and Michelle's voice go together good, you know? Yeah. They're kind of the primaries. Yeah. The Paul and the John, if you will. I'm sure they split everything 50-50 like they did too, huh? Probably. You know, it, it, it's something that if you get... Just listening today that uh, <laughs> I'm in love with my car mm-hmm. because it was on the B side of Bohemian Rhapsody is one of the highest selling songs in British history. Awesome. Thus, Roger Taylor gets mad royalties. Oh yeah. It. Oh, that bought him several cars. That bought him several cars. <laughs> and and <laughs> the story of him locking himself in a closet until they agreed to put it on the second side. Smart man. That's Smart just a, man. That's a, a business, business move. move. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, take care of your chickens, okay? Uh, yeah, proper. And you know what? The song is, is amazing. I think the darkness based their whole shit off of that song. <laughs> You just, you just imagine. That's one of their tech They got his son on drums anyway. That was all yep. part of the plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is, that cheeky. They're abandoned. Yeah, cheeky British, and it's a fun song. Mm-hmm. It's a good. It deserves to be. 
deserves to be at the B-side. It, it couldn't knows, be more different than Bohemian Rhapsody. It knows exactly what it's doing. Yeah. He's in love with his fucking car. There's no subtext on that one either. He likes it. Yeah. That's where Sammy Hagar got all his ideas, too. Sammy Hagar owes a little bit to Roger Taylor, for sure. Super group. Sammy Hagar, Roger Taylor. Suzanne Hoffs. Suzanne Hoffs. Wow. Michelle Steele on the bass. Sorry, Michael Anthony. I mean, I know you go everywhere with Sammy, but it's just this one time. Let me tell you what. Michelle Steele is throwing down hard on this. this the bass is kind of unsung hero throughout this whole album. There's some really brilliant runs, and then there's just doing the work. Mm-hmm. Mind you, she's also singing. Right there. There we go. Oh, God, that's Michelle. <laughs> and that's, a, that's an old Foo Fighters, early uh, Foo Fighters. It's a Mentos commercial yeah, yeah, yeah. right there. Yeah, like, big, big me. Yeah, that, that's, that's the exact template of that song. We've it's, heard Be- that. it's the Beatles template. It's the Beatles template. We've heard, yeah. we've heard that, and it's, always, it's why pop music is always going to work, too. There's a nice three chord change. There's the the wonders are in there, you know. Like <laughs> movies have been made off of that kind of patterning of yep. a song, and it works. I mean, if you wanted to put some ha ha's and some claps in there, probably would have worked. <laughs> you know, they didn't have to. They did some nice double tracking of vocals. They did uh, Michelle in both ears for the backup stuff. Yep. You know, classic. What's the producer's name again? Oh, the producer's name is David Keane. I don't know why that won't stick in my head, David Keane. <laughs> it doesn't need to necessarily. He's he's done. He, everybody who touched this thing also touched other stuff. Yeah. You know, um, we're not. We're, this ain't Bob though. So, you know, fucking <laughs> Brandon O'Brien. No. And, and and some of the producers that we that come across our fucking lane. Um, you know, uh, David did a good job. DK did a good job here. Sure. But maybe he's no Bill Betrell. He's no, he's no Bottrell. He doesn't have that smell. He doesn't got the Bottrell smell. You know. And, and that's something that I, I like about this album is it's, it's not offensive. It's not taking too many leaps one way or the other. No. It's not like adventurously produced. Right. It's workmanly, uh, and that's not the word I was looking for, but it's expertly produced. Yeah. Journeyman. Yeah. It's just, you know, well, well built. Yeah, it's well built, and I think you called it a little bit earlier. Um, when the session players come in, it actually thins the album. It you just know, makes it less bangly. It's adding turpentine to their fucking oil paints. Yeah, don't be, you know? don't be watering down the juice. No, and fortunately for these ladies, they uh, this album did what it was supposed to do. Yeah. It got them some fucking hits, five singles off of this got album. Got them some cars to fall in love with. It got, you know... They get Susanna Hoff going to be swimming in the summertime anytime <laughs> she wants. Um, oh, okay. You know, I'm, I'm going to cop to it. I did not listen to this record today. Yeah. I was too busy doing <laughs> fuck all. Um, Dude, how nice is it? To, I'd, let, I'd let a good day and a half just erase. Just yeah. go. Just go just, yeah. I'm not answering calls today. You yeah. know? Kind of that kind of shit. I kind of hit it hard on Monday and did a lot of stuff because I was real gung ho. Like it's sure. my time. Sure. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Started pulling shit. Tuesday. It's like, 
kind of did about half of that. And then Wednesday, I'm like, oh, my God, I need a break. You get yeah. the rest. Oof. You start wondering, how did I ever wake up at 5.36 in the morning yeah. to go to work? Yeah. And I love it. I'm, I'm soaking in it. I'm totally soaking in it. Uh, I, I, one of my plans today <clears throat> was to just look at my van. <laughs> Like nailed open, it. Open up the doors. I did that too. Just I looked at your van when you pulled up. Yeah, it's nice. So cross me off there too. Let me Don't tell Jared you. Jared looked at it. Jared, okay, hang on. Jared, Jared looked and <laughs> my ledger's check. My ledger's light. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And we're gonna go see Seahawks play the Jets on fucking Sunday. Yeah, with Margo. my my firstborn. Oh my god! my side. We're gonna have some fun. Yeah. yeah, probably dress warm, right? I think. Oh my God, it wasn't as cold as it was. I mean, we're we're through that. Hopefully, that's Dude. some bullshit that does not happen around here. You're up at a little elevation here. How was that freeze in this in these parts getting up a hill? Eighteen degrees does not feel good anywhere. Mm-mm. But that ice, forget it. I'm at the top of a hill. Yeah, every direction is down. Yep. Did you go? Did you venture no. down? No. Yeah, good. Good on you. No. I stayed. <laughs> just that snow. What was that Friday? It's Friday. Yeah, I started my Christmas vacation a day early. That's that's what happened with us. That's what happened with everybody. Nobody was going anywhere in that. No, 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 no. I woke up that morning and uh, <clears throat> looked at the coverage that was on my van of ice. <laughs> the whole thing was a shower door, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, well, this will this will take forty five minutes to Just defrost to defrost, and that's the window ish. Yeah. You know, nothing in the back. Forget about the back. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, "Fuck, this is gonna this is gonna be something." No, man, I, I, I can't, I can't. Yeah. Parking lot was an ice rink. Well, you it was break flat. your neck getting to your car. Amazing, the steel grating on the ramps getting up the dock were they were a slide. Oh my god, it was incredible. You're pulling on the handrail. Oh yeah, oh yeah. dude, you had to go full handrail. Yeah, I wanted a tether. You had a carabiner out. <laughs> you had a rope at the top. Yeah, I had tens some crampons. This little Nepalese guy helped. Yeah, me get some up bullshit, right man. Well, that's been local Seattle weather with Chris and Jared. Yeah, it it got cold. Okay, got let cold. us let us just work through it. Okay, we're not used to that shit. You you know what I did do hmm. is I did drive around a little bit that day, uh, in the afternoon, Home Depot. Okay, well, the streets got worn. The lowlands, the flats, <laughs> and uh, I dude, I I spun some shit, whipped some shitties on purpose. Parking yeah. lot three sixties, just round the corner, <laughs> kind of spin outs. I love it. I had a great, I had a great time. It's awesome. You have to do that with your car every now and then. It's just so you know how to handle it yeah. when it breaks free. If you got the space and you see that it's open. Paul Maudib said at one time, if you can destroy a thing, you own a thing. That's right. That goes with vehicles as well. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do. Fucked up. You know what I am going to say? Mm. Bluetooth got a lag. Oh. I'm way quicker with this stuff. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> we have to plug into our shit just so i'm more funny jared what's the next song on this one let it go i'm trying this is uh man let it go they didn't know that was going to be a massive hit 30 years later isn't that the frozen song i still have never seen any of the frozen movies you're fine yeah you're fine okay. listen i had two daughters i wasn't escaping it okay it was yeah yeah not, sure my i like a good animation so I'm open. It's fine. But yeah. But I heard that song too many times. That's all. Okay. That's all. You ever see Brave? <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, I'm back. It's like Jeff Lynn guitars. Yeah. This is a dinner table cut. This is a yes, dinner this album. is that deep. This is that deep cut you put on the dinner party, man. That's what I'm feeling right now. Get some head turns. Because right it's another a, thing that I, another picked up another growlism right there. Did you? Yes, yes. They're, they're doing a lot of work with the backup vocals here. They're yeah. doing some really fun runs that you that harken to something else uh, and uh, where Hazy Shade of Winter is going to come yeah. from. Yeah, um, little B-52s. B-52s. What uh, those gals had, some, they did some they did some goofy wow. shit on the background vocals, yeah. and it was cool. Yes. It was like, they took like Crosby, Stills, and Nash harmonies and put them on like a 60s girl group song. And then kicked up the RPMs a little bit. Yeah, brilliant. That guitar is great too. Okay, I rarely do this, but that's gotta be a Rickenbacker. I never do this. I love that, I that, love that you that said just that. just comes into my head that, that just is a Rickenbacker. Totally. Um, I wouldn't argue against that. And I fucking love when a hollow body Rickenbacker shows up in rock music. Yeah. There's a, there's a band that played, one of the guitarists played with a Rickenbacker in college. And it just felt. They cool. got their own sound. They got their own sound. It had. It just had its own pocket that you that you. It doesn't feel like you can have a three piece with a Rickenbacker. Yeah, and you know who else had harmonies like that is the Birds. Yes. And they played the yes. fuck out of Rickenbackers. Boom, dude. Oh, that's what this is. Crushing this is, it. This, this is, is jumped up to everything. Turn, turn, turn. Yes, it is. Boom. Damn. Damn, ouch, my brain. Dude, I wanted to scratch that itch, and you nailed it, dude. Holy shit, man. The Rickenbackers were the key to everything. Who knew? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit. There'd been a Mellotron in there. My head might have popped off. It's too much. Too much. Uh, I'm going to say, great deep cut, you called it, uh, dinner party mix. We're gonna at some point we'll put. We have together. to actually make this dinner party mix to, and share it on Spotify. We'll have to look through our old, uh, you know, our old files and see which what we're pulling out here. But <laughs> boom, that's on it. That's on it right there. Yeah, that's gonna make people feel a little sexy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of it's depressingly hopeful a little oh, bit. It's uh, yes, yeah, nice. I want to drive home to that one. Speaking, if this is what I think it is, and it has to be, <laughs> I told you I didn't listen to this record today. Yeah. 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 September yeah. Girls, G-U-R-L-S. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big star song. I think this it's a big good star. one. Big star was, uh, what's his name oh, from the box tops? My baby wrote me a Alex Chilton. Baby wrote me a letter. He was 16 when he cut that record, dude. Yeah, that voice. What? That vo- yeah. What? Yeah. So anyway, he went on to do other shit after you're 16 and... Big Star was his band, and they didn't get super famous, but those who know, know. Yeah, okay. You wouldn't have, I, yeah, as far as like pop, power pop rock goes, yeah, they were one of the, okay, they were one of the legs on the table. Yeah. And this is one of my favorite Big Star songs, so I'm kind of stoked to listen to this. 
that bass getting loose all over that back end. Fuck, listen, if your name ain't John or Paul, this is one of the best songs ever written. Jesus. Yeah, it's a big star cover. Big star cover. All right. And they're doing it well. All it's missing is a tambourine going. Yes. Which they might bring in later, so I'm not going to. I'm hoping because it feels like it's happening. They were friends of the tambourine. The Bengals were no strangers to the tambourine. California bands aren't strangers to tambourines. Yeah. No, it's, it's, they grow next to the avocados on the trees out there. It feels weird to pull out a tambourine when it's mostly snowing outside. <laughs> I don't know why, but it just does. It turns into jingle bells too quick. It <laughs> sounds like sleigh bells, and all of a sudden it's, it's no good. Get out of here! Yeah. Ooh. It's one of them goofy organs that Jack White plays. Yes. That you gotta like breathe into. That's the icky thump keyboard. <laughs> that was sick. I think Cheap Trick did this song too. I could hear Cheap Trick. A couple all over people this. have covered this. It's yeah. one of the. It's beloved. Foo Fighters oh, all over this right now. Easily. There's one in particular, too, that I can't think of right now. It was a ladder. Ladder day. Ladder day. Ladder fighter. Ooh. Yeah. No, everybody's stolen from this song because it's... Uh, I would, too. Yeah. <laughs> descending melodies, which is always a, it's I think always that was a fun that Rickenbacker was back. I'm telling you, I think you, I think you uncork something with that Rickenbacker. We got to keep like the Mellotron. We got to keep an eye out for when the Rickenbacker, Rickenbacker shows watch. Up again. <laughs> we are on vigilant Rickenbacker watch. Rickenbacker watch. Orville ridden Rickenbacker is what you can call me. That's how I'm knowing it in the streets. Bow tie wearing motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that I, I'm just pleased as punch about that last song. That was a little pleasant. Yeah. What a nice surprise, Clark. <laughs> what a real nice surprise. Um, that's fantastic. I feel like we've even covered another album that covered that song. Yeah. Yeah. God I damn. I don't know. But you're dead on with the Foo Fighters uh, call right there. They pawn it. Yeah. Um, next one. Angels Don't Fall in Love. Hmm. Hmm. Come low now. I saw you today. I think it, I think it's a hard she choice that they're going hard. They're going hard left with the snare drum. Yeah, it's panned hard. It's panned hard. Yeah. But I, I like I like the drum treatment. I like the drum sounds. Panning's getting to me a little bit. It's a little weird. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a room. 
But it feels like it was recorded in a room. It doesn't feel like I'm in the room. It You're standing in the corner and the drums are in the other. Like, yes. Yeah, it's weird. It shows off to my left. You know, her voice kind of reminds me a little bit of the late, great uh, Christy McVie. They oh, take, shit. They occupy that tone, that same range. You, you basically just... Got all oh, they the got Fleet- harmonies too, right? Yeah, yeah. But you get you you're, you're talking about all the Fleetwood Mac now. Yeah, for all of the ladies in Fleetwood Mac, we had um, you'd mentioned prior. Yeah, now you got Christy McVie in here. She's yeah, I'm with you. She just if if <laughs> Suzanne is Stevie Nicks, she's yes. she's McVie. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. why they're so great together. Yeah, I like that. All right, shit, because there's the 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 butter sound and the and the tremolo sound or the you know the butter the, and the knife the butter and the knife Jesus yeah. Christ man nice and we're all just the bread man you know what I'm <laughs> spread saying spread it just spread that shit <laughs> it's like that goofy little uh, Violent Femmes kit too it's not even like a real drum kit over there it's yeah like yeah a, it's a, a Virgil Donato um, <laughs> yeah but it's this a this an American girl beat. Yeah. Tom Petty, American Girl. Um, you just wish they'd fill it in more. Yeah. Give me a Tom. Mm-hmm. Oh, that one. Other than that one. Oh, well, and I asked they Let's deliver, don't they? Let's keep it from being in the room to my left. Let's put it right down the middle. Toms are kind of wasted unless they're panning across the, the you know, because of a boo 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 know, <laughs> It sounds better fill. when they pan that. It sounds better when they pan that if the Toms are taking on, you on a journey, but if it's just like this sonic instrument... Boom. Yeah. You know, Tom rolls of the floor Tom shit. Put the floor Tom right down the middle. Even if the even if the fill goes across the right. spectrum, right. put the put, bring it back around with that floor Tom. Fibonacci <laughs> that shit. Put that golden spiral hey, right. back towards the center. Floor Tom, 12 noon. 12 okay? noon. Okay? Come on. <laughs> you know better. Fucking David, you knew better than this. David Kahn. Belton. Kahn! Now we're on something. Uh, oh, what is that? Totally. And here comes the tambourine. Wow. Oh, <laughs> you knew. Oh, fucking vibraphones. Fucking vibraphones. Drink. <laughs> we haven't had to do that in a while. Yeah, that's okay. They went all Graceland with it at the end. They did. That, that, Perfect. That, and it's in a good play. You couldn't put that in the top four slots. You put no, you're gonna the back shake, of the album. Yeah, you're going to shake people if you put that too far. good, though. You could dance to it. Yeah. You could do like the little 80s dance to it. It's all elbows. A little bit of that Bo Diddley, you know. I want candy. Yeah. It's good. I'm, I'm, so far, I'm feeling good about this record. Yeah. What, what, what do you feel about my Kenan Thompson fucking call for acting in a right, biopic. About B.B. King? About B.B. King. I smell Oscars all over that. Is that, I hope... The dream is gone! Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And he'd get up there and accept his shit and just... Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. What mm-hmm. up with that? Yeah. That was my Keenan impression. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think you'd copyright yeah. that. No, no, Write the script already. Everybody, script. you heard it here first. That, that, that's... That's probably gonna be that's that should be made. We we get to work. Get open up final draft, bro. How many more we got on this one? We got two. Nice. Right. I'm 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 ready for two here, and I'm wondering how they're gonna end. I want I I want to see how they're gonna sew this together. It's like the second one's kind. Second song's kind of important. The penultimate song can be important. Yeah. Be 
the linchpin or it can be that rusty hinge that, that fucks the whole thing up. Okay, so in like live comedy or dead comedy, you're going to want to start with your second best material. If you if you, if you got your closer, you got to have a closer. You, you got to have a closer. Coffee is for closers only. They know what they're doing here. But I mean, we've had some bangers so far. So obviously, you know, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I believe in them. Okay. I'm with you. And most of the time that I've listened to this album today and in a few months past, I don't think I've made it this far, or at least I've Ooh. tuned out or been involved in my work so much that I, I kind of don't remember where how this thing ends. Yeah, Just 12. off the top of my head. 12's on the longer side of things, you know? Yeah, yeah. 10 is, I believe, the perfect number. Well, it's, it's a 35-minute album or so, you know? If we they are short little pop middle. songs. Yeah. Yeah, they're quicker, faster. All right. Well, this one... Next to the last song, following. Warm acoustic. Oh. Synth pad. Come on, man. 86. Yeah. Where you been? <laughs> a lot of restraint. It's been a lot of restraint not hitting that. You think I'm crazy or something? Always following to a Patty you Smith record Run an obsession into the ground. Yeah, I'll smoke to that. Yeah. You call me a loser. You call me a shadow and fool. You look over your shoulder. And you say I'm haunting you. Why do you call me? Why do you look for me? And why do your eyes follow me the way they do? You hold like that guitar playing right there. Yes, so I stand accused. It's almost like causing all the trouble after high school. It's like a Dylan cadence, but with good singing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know a better way to explain it. You call me a loser. You call me a shadow and fool. But I was a good girl. Yeah, till you taught me what it means to be true. What it means to be true. <laughs> Bolt culture, uh, past the bolt cutters. Uh, what's, what's, what's your name? Female. We just did that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, 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 it's Fiona, Fiona Apple. <laughs> we didn't do it, we were just talking about it, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't cover it, we haven't. Um, because we can't ever finish saying the title of the album, it's very difficult, it's very long. I think my my speech is getting worse because <laughs> <laughs> you know, if we do that album, we have to read the entire album title. Yeah, yeah. I have to type it in to Spotify. It's gonna, it's gonna I don't know break everything. Second, yeah, I don't know what her second album is. <laughs> What's when the pawn hits, ellipses, you know, oh, it goes. Just, it's a poem. It's just so much. It's a poem. It's too much. <coughs> but that's where that's I'm getting that. This is kind of a unique little singer songwriter. Mm -hmm. um, it's like uh, indifference. 
that Pearl Jam song where it just never really gets above a simmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good setting for sauce. Yeah. That one's for the heads. That was when, that's the song you're supposed to smoke weed to. May I say? Oh, you may. Hold up. How sweet it is <laughs> to be loved by you. Um, after party album, mm. I would put that on there. That's the come down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That shows up somewhere. I would have no idea it was the Bangles that would that made right? that song. Yeah, I'd, I'd be like, who who is this? Who's taking it? Who's taking it back? No idea. <laughs> and all that just to lead into the final track, which I wonder if there's Tom's in the night, right? It's like an eagle shuffle. It'll soon be here. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure, right? Okay, fair enough. That bass bass is making moves all over this album. (laughs) The bass is doing karate kicks in the background. Makes me feel like this is probably they could like, shuffle too. Rest in peace, Taylor Hawkins' favorite Bengals song. Like I just feel like there's this quirky, competent nature to it, you know? Yeah. That ba- is totally McCartneying the shit out of that bass line. It like, is. It's very Penny Lane. <laughs> Also, in the words of Justin Hawkins, like it's the more than one influence rule. That's how you get away with this. Yeah, this is a Beatley influenced song, but it's not just a Beatley influenced song. Sure, there are several other ingredients in there. Yeah, where people go wrong is in, when they get called out rightfully for, for being ripoffs. Is when they just, just have feel you have that one influence. Yeah, you want to be X or whatever. Or yeah, we all want to be X, but uh, you know. Uh, principles of composition work in odd numbers. So, you know, have three. One, three, five, seven for a complicated composition. It works with music. You have three chords. Yeah, yeah. There's not a... There, mm. You can pull four chords off, sure, but three chords because it keeps you going one to the next to the next and then you are allowed to either resolve or you're allowed to depart and then that can turn into a whole nother sequence. I mean, it's the same thing with even passing in soccer. You want to have a triangle of people and you have these th- triangle, this triangle bitch. Triangle bitch. Um, <laughs> it's it's an odd number three chord three element composition that All right. that our it's the magic eye, number. It, yeah, it keeps it keeps it just keeps your eye traversing through the composition. Yeah, fun. Hmm. Um, so, so, yeah. so we're starting the third album podcast real soon. <laughs> third turd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
But that's how that's how you end a record, I suppose. If you don't, so you had a choice there, right? Um, you didn't want. Uh, you're either gonna go out on the super downer uh, yeah. following, or you keep it upbeat. See, I think Smashing Pumpkins years later would and have ended on the acoustic downer. I think that was a '90s move. Yeah, it was the acoustic downer. I don't the '90s know. ended on a downer. Yeah, '90s ended on a downer. '90s were also mostly '80s too, if you really look <laughs> at it. Um, you, uh, I yeah, I I agree that they shouldn't have ended on that acoustic one. This was nice. It was a nice resolve, a nice little uh-huh. skip, skippy. But I don't think of that as a, a any tune at all. Bangles. That's tune not. Or that's not going on the on any of the mixes. That song allows you to flip the record back over again and be happy of how this whole thing started. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, solid record with some great songs by them. Some great covers. Some great. I mean, it's like it's eighty percent. So we that's a B in any country, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's universal, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah. Yes, um, you might and probably in China, but, but you probably sure. got to bump it up to like a B to an A minus, just because the power of the singles kind of drag the rest of the album with it. Yeah. So you know, you're looking at the high, the B, but we don't rank, we don't rank albums, but by grades at the end, what am I doing? I'm just feeling like it's no, a good one, but it's got problems. It's, it's yeah, it's it's how how are we gonna wrestle with talking about these albums? You know, and. You know, B, B plus, 80%, whatever the metric, the letter. I'll even go Roman numeral. Uh, <laughs> Let's just say it's mostly good. It's mostly V's and I's. This is mostly a win. <laughs> this record is mostly win. It's mostly, this is a, it's a fun one to spin. Uh, I don't know if you're going to keep coming back to it unless you're a diehard Bengals fan. I've never come across anybody who's been like, you know who my favorite band is? <laughs> the Bengals. Yeah, Bengals. Well, it also suffers from not having Hazy Shade of Winter on it. That's, yeah. That's a problem. Dude, I want to listen to that song that right is, now. That's the best Bengals song. <laughs> black, 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 black. <laughs> they really put their fucking shoulder into it. Dude. And, it, and it's, it's badass. Yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah. I want to listen to it right now. So, let's, let's you know what? <laughs> Are we going to listen to it on this episode? Well, no, we we'll, won't we'll listen to it on the next one. But between the episodes, we'll listen to it. Let's go listen to that song. All right. You smoke? You want to go outside smoke? Yeah, smoke. You don't want to smoke. You don't want to smoke. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> smoke weed every day. You're listening to the TNE Network. Network.